Hello, everyone. This is the Cousin Pat Therapy Show, and I am Patrick Argyro, a.k.a. Cousin Pat, and I am here with UFC veteran, uh, Slippery Pete, Peter Barrett. Hey, Peter, how are you? How's it going? Good, how's it going, Pat? Good, do, thank you. Do your friend, does anyone ever call you Pete, uh, or, or or you don't like that? I mean, I've, I've, I've answered to much worse, you know? I kind of <laughs> just let people go with it. <laughs> Yeah, so I got to say, Peter, I'm going to call you Peter. Um, Guys like you, you know, I find you annoying. I find you annoying. Uh, And I'm going to tell you why. I don't appreciate the fact that you are in really good shape. (laughs) You're good looking. And you know how to fight? Do you think that's fair to the rest of us, Peter? Do you think that's fair? No, I, I don't, but that's why I do it. Yeah, you know, yeah. Would, would it be fair to me to, to have this potentiality not be fulfilled? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Great answer. You took it a little too serious, but great answer. I like that. <laughs> I like that. It, it, it's, uh, it's uh, you know, I saw you on an interview and I always wonder, like, you know, uh, like a Conor McGregor, uh, you know, good looking guy, but clearly looks like a fighter uh, to me where, um uh, you know, uh, I always wonder how you guys take the beatings you do, like a guy like you, or you know, like Paulo Acosta, or, uh, or 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 Cody Garbrandt. Like you guys are just beautiful men. I prefer the company of women. Don't get offended. Don't don't think because I'm wearing pink. <laughs> no, I I I I know what you're saying, man. I do. I I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, but but I'm sure you're sick of it and people saying that to you. But hey, man, it's better to be. I would rather be good looking. Um, so. Hey. <laughs> no, go on. I mean, hey, man, you're like, give, let them give you. Shape. No, yeah, let it go. Let, let them give you shit because the thing is, if you know somebody, you're, you're one of those guys where you're 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 getting well known in the MMA community, but you're 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 not at the Connor level. I think that's fair. So I think a guy might actually somebody in a wrong situation might try you, might say, like, "What's up, dude?" And like, "Oh, that's a mistake." Like, so. Yeah. Has that happened? I, no, but I mean, we, we saw what happened. What was it? No more a week ago with uh, that incident. That incident. Yeah, that incident in the bar. And, you know, old boy stepped on someone. He didn't realize who he was. You know, you got to assume everybody knows how to fight these days. You can't just run around starting shit with people. Pick the fight with the wrong guy and he got smoked. Like, that got, shit happens. He got smoked. And the thing is, uh, Joe Schilling looks like a badass, you know? Yeah. He just like looks, but that that's a guy right there. The guy that got smoked is a guy who, if you watch the video, he was there with a girl. He was clearly probably intoxicated mm-hmm. and he did do a little shoulder thing. And Joe Schilling, there's another video of Joe Schilling uh, where uh, um, I used to be homeless. So this isn't making fun of him, but a homeless person went into his gym and did you ever see this video? A homeless person I, went into his gym. No. Took a shower. Joe was cool with that. He's like, you got to leave. But then he said he caught him with a sex toy and uh, doing something. It was really weird. And the video shows Joe, like, beating the hell out of the guy. Uh, it's an interesting watch. It's an interesting watch. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, I've not seen that one. Yeah, it's on there. It's on there. It's on YouTube. I, I, I just Google it. I just YouTube it. So... So congratulations on your fight tomorrow. Um, 
I was unaware, uh, but I'm very happy for you. You are the main card for Cha- uh, Cage Titans 49. So congratulations. Yes. Thank you, sir. Yeah. So Cage Titans has been awesome. I mean, outside of my my fight on the Contender Series and with the UFC, um, I think all but one of my pro fights have been under the Cage Titans banner. Yeah. So they so they treat you well. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Okay, so so um, I, I I don't know why people even ask this question. I I, I watched these a lot of press conferences and they, what's your predictions on the fight? And I would love for somebody to say because I just think you know it'd be so funny and maybe honest. I, I'm you know like I'm really scared. I think he's going to knock me out in the third round. Like, what do you think you're going to say? What like so you obviously feel you're going to win. Is that beer? No, that's a Waterloo. Oh, I was hoping that was beer. That'd be so much cooler. Oh, that's nice. No, 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 no. Is that one of your sponsors? No, no, no. Okay. No. That'd be nice, though. I do drink a ton of soda water, but... Um, yeah. So... No, it's either it's either water, coffee, or or or, uh, or soda water. That's pretty much all I consume. So you try to stay healthy a lot, right? You, you have to, and you're... I would, I would like to say that when I... I mean, when I'm in... When I'm fight week, when I'm going into fight week, I'd say I'm the epitome of, of, of a robust immune system and how to, how to look and feel healthy yeah that 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 that's good that's good that's a good that's good lesson for people just to try to maintain a healthy lifestyle the show is uh about trying to give lessons and stuff but what i'm finding is uh i'm you know to get those lessons i have to really dig deep sometimes with you guys but i've had people on this show like other ufc fighters who i had one ufc fighter told me he put a rope around his neck uh, a belt around his neck and tried to hang himself and but what happens is, you know, I want to keep it shorter so that, you know, you have time to do your thing and 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 stuff. But um, I, I think that, you know, you sh- uh, I hope you're very proud of yourself uh, in the fact of, of your journey. Now you're a, you're a, you're a, the main event at, a, at a, a prestigious organization and you were in the UFC and you had success at the uh, Dana White uh, uh, contender series and. And you had you had a few losses there, but uh, one was by decision. So you know, sometimes leaving it up to the judges isn't always easy, right? So you probably mm-hmm. prefer not leaving it up to the judges, I would expect. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, what's your predictions for this fight? As far as I'm not going to ask you if you think you're going to win, but I'm going to ask you uh, what round do you think you're going to win? Because oh, I, yeah, yeah. No, I. I mean. He's like, you know, they're like stepping stones, right? It's not, the fight's not about him. And this is, I go into these fights where they're pretty much a reflection of what I've been doing and all the hard work that I've been putting in and, you know, whether I, I believe in what I've done and, or if there's any doubt, you know, normally you'd, you'd see that reflected in the cage. So um, I'm going out there to, to really let everybody know that I've outgrown this arena and that the, the next level, the UFC is, is the, the level of competition that I did, that I belong to. You know, and uh, no slight on on Ali, but you know he's just he's just the next guy that that's gonna take it, so I can get back to where I belong. Okay, and then and that and that's a fair and honest thing to say. I mean, I I mean, I mean, it might hurt his feelings, but I mean, but if he's got some thick skin, which I hope he does, he he you know he should just take it for what it is. He's you're being honest about that. Um, let me ask you this: you go into this fight. Because uh, I don't know your situation with UFC as far as, you know, how, you know, I know there's all these really complex 
contracts of this and that and all these like little caveats. Yeah, I mean, I, whatever you ask me, whatever you want, man. I, I, I'm under. I am no longer under contract with them, and you know, I'm, I'm very open about everything. Um, so, if there's a question you want to ask me about my relationship well, with the UFC, you can. And well, it's more like. You know, as I've been doing this show and interviewing a lot more people, uh, I think, like, I interviewed a guy named, uh, I interviewed a gentleman named uh, Moiti. No, it's Moita. It's like you say Moitai, but then you cut off the eye. So it's Moiti Horenstein. He fought in UFC 10 and UFC 14. He fought, he's 0-2 in the UFC. But he's a badass. I mean, like everything else, he was a championship. He fought for our country. Um, he fought for our country in the karate championships. Uh, I forget the, the type, but, but he, real bad, badass. What I said to him is like, and he's a very confident guy and you should Google him. He was like a stud like you, but he was, he's a taller guy, but uh, just a jacked up dude. But he fought Mark Coleman. And oh, right so up. Mark Coleman, you know, possibly a little enhanced. And then also, and then also, uh, you know, he, that was when the UFC was doing, you know, uh, different types of fighting. So he didn't have a ground game and he has, um, he had uh, a paper written about him said, uh, I forget the name of the organization, but it called him, it was said the most dicked over fighter in UFC history. And my thing to him was, and I'll say it to you, uh, is, you, you know, I went to high school with a guy who made it to the major leagues, Anthony Graffadino. He played in the Atlanta Braves, and now his son just got signed to the Atlanta Braves. And, you know, if we were boys and we were drinking beer together, I'd say, son, you were in the major leagues. Like, you made it to the major leagues. If I threw one pitch in the major leagues and someone hit a home run off me, Ken Griffey Jr., I'd still brag about the fact that I got a, Ken Griffey hit a home run off me. So I think, you, you know, you made it. You're there. You're going to get back there. Uh, but my question was, you do this fight, you destroy this guy, Bellator calls, one championship calls, PFL calls, or is it more of this is just UFC, that's it? That No, I mean, you know, reestablishing myself after coming off of two losses is, is going to be, you know, paramount for me to put myself back on the market for any next level organization uh pfl would be sweet they pay a salary you know if you're under contract for a season you get paid regularly not just when you're fighting that would be amazing um I, that's what they're out there you know trying to change the industry with but uh 1fc calls sure man i'd love to go travel to asia to fight do i really want to no, not if i can you know fight around here but why not i'll get flown in to, to beat the shit out of, out of their hometown kid but it's really about the opportunity and the situation. So would I write off any, any chances? No. I mean, if, if Bellator, again, if Bellator said, hey, we got something coming up in Mohegan, here's a one-fight deal, we want you to fight so-and-so, depends on who's on, on the other side of the contract. You know what I mean? Like, from all the conversations that I had with the UFC, as long as I'm not fighting trash cans and I'm racking up wins, I'm, I have a high probability of getting, an, getting another fight. So, you know, it, 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 it all depends. Well, I got to say that I am um... – I am uh, very happy for you that that's the case. You've had, you have that nice open relationship and that's another lesson. Uh, you know, don't burn a bridge. So that, that's a good lesson for people to learn. And uh, you know, like, I like, what'd you call them? Tomato cans? Cause that's tomato the, cans. Yeah. That's what they, <laughs> yeah. 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 That's what they used to call them back. in I think in the movies too, or the, you know, and then, and you know what, even, um, oh, you know, trash can drivers, you know, garbage guys, 
part timers, you know, like as long as I'm, you know, I got to, I, I want challenges. They got to be decent records. They can't be part timers, you know, but at the end of the day, if I rack up three wins against, you know, three or four guys that are 50, 50 or better, it's all the same. So I'm assuming, unless you were just kind of joking, I'm assuming you're from the Boston area. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I live out here at East Bridgewater and South Shore and whatnot. I went to school in Dorchester. Like, yeah. Well, cause I got that thick New York accent and you got, you have, a, I, I heard that accent. I heard that Boston that was, you know, what you were just saying, I, I can't even repeat it, but that garbage. Boston accent, garbage, garbage. Yeah. I love the uh, Boston accents. My second favorite accent. Uh, even Pittsburgh's got a little bit of a strange thing. You're like, what is that? It's uh, right. even the women from Pittsburgh. I know a woman from Pittsburgh, like looks like an angel. She opens her mouth and she sounds like, oh, yeah, you, you know, she sounds like she should be in the Sopranos or something. It's really kind of funny. <laughs> but um, what do you say? No, I was laughing. You're good. Oh, okay. So let's, uh, let's, let's, yeah, you know, so you're, you're fighting um, uh, in uh, Plymouth Memorial Hall. Tomorrow, I'm very happy for you. Um, is this going to be televised anywhere? Or if I wanted to catch it, yeah. So they're doing Cage Titans. Like it's it's it was really cool because you know we did a press conference with them yesterday. One of the kids that got flown up to fight said, you know, you know he just shooting from the hip said, you know, this is probably you know the 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 second biggest promotion I fought for, only second to LFA. Which you know if you're looking at the hierarchy of MMA, you see UFC. Bellator, then you have regional shows like LFA. Now I would say we're getting Cage Titans is being recognized at that same level. CES is recognized at that level. The guys that are, you know, the bigger shows that can 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 get you into the UFC, you know, it was really nice to, to hear that, you know, coming from the outside perspective yesterday about Cage Titans being considered, you know, of that tier and that of that level of a regional show that can get people to the next level. You know what I mean? So it's it's yeah, it's might again I yeah, it's kind of like a minor league system, if you will, kind of like right. uh, like and which I think is great that you guys have that opportunity. You know, I uh, I interviewed uh, uh, Travis Bam Bam Davis. And uh, so he was fighting and I always butcher it on the Ohio Combat League. And I looked at him and I I asked him to do the interview while he was fighting there because I saw his record. He looks like a badass. And I was like, I, I read his story. And Brandon said, oh, Davis, he fought. Randy Costa, right? Are we thinking of the same guy? Travis Bam Bam Davis. Travis not, Davis. Yeah. Oh no, I was thinking. I think I was thinking of Brandon Davis. I apologize. No, 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 no. That's uh, yeah, it's another dude. Uh, I I also interviewed another fighter named Davis. I can't remember who it was, but but now he gets picked. He, I mean, that's why I'm so happy for you guys because you never know what's going to happen. He's now going to be fighting on the main card in Bellator 263 next Saturday. On the main card against the number five uh, ranked fighter, and if he beats the guy, he's got to be ranked top ten. So I mean, there's opportunities there, and yes, work so hard. You guys work so so hard that I just you know I love talking to you guys. And your suit, you guys are really, you know, you're down to earth. Um, you're you're not. A lot of you guys were not born with silver spoons in your mouth. Uh, blue collar families, uh, you know, you know, whatever. And uh, you just, you're trying to make a name for yourself. And, and I think, you know, you get back to UFC or you just destroy this guy tomorrow. And I think you're right back in the mix. And, um, 
you know, what do you do outside the cage? Because you don't want just the cage to define you, but unless, does the cage define who you are right now? Uh, or do you have any outside uh, sort of interests other than that and probably uh, girls? I mean, my girlfriend and I have a house here in oh, East Bridgewater. We, we, no, you're good. <laughs> we just bought this house. Uh, we're coming up on two years this fall. And uh, she's a she's an OR nurse in Boston at one of the bigger hospitals. And I fight, you know, I, I, I bartend on the weekends, pay my bills. I, I run private training out of my basement. I, we have a nice little gym down here. Um, you know, I have two college degrees, so I'm always working on things on the side, kind of like pushing that entrepreneurial envelope. Yeah, I um, get you. With whatnot. But yeah, I mean, does fighting define me? No, but it, it, it's helped turn me into the greatest version that I've become of I myself. I hear that. I hear that from a lot of people. And it probably, in a lot of weird ways, it's probably made you calmer, right? It's probably like- Almost definitely. Yeah. Like you don't need to prove anything that, 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 that like, you don't need to prove. Okay. All right. Yeah. Whatever. Like you don't need to prove anything. You know what would happen. So- Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm at a point in my life where I'm looking to give back and, and to be in service to others and, and, you know- as my fighting career comes to an end, which, you know, inevitably will be within the next, I would say next five to seven years. Um, right. You know, I, I, I need a new direction. And I think, you know, I'm, I have a mentor in the Wim Hof uh, method protocol and also educated under the oxygen advantage um, information from Patrick McKeon. And, uh, you know, I, I'm thinking about moving into like breath work and in, into that area. So I can really just start like, spreading the good word about things that we can do on our own to like put us in a better state of mind.